everyone. We are leading into January 1st, 2021, uh, after a crazy 2020. I'll leave it at that. Everybody agrees. It's been nuts. Uh, there have been some terrible things. There have been some very uncertain things. There have also been some really good things. And, and you know, personally for me, uh, I am willing 2020 to finish off on the right note. And I do think that no matter what, if we can all take something out of 2020 that we can carry into next year, um, either something to release or something to look forward to, that's all we can do at this point. Um, I am very eager to see what 2021 has to bring. And more importantly, uh, eager to continue Faded Podcast alongside Chris the family, and everybody else involved. Uh, this is our 23rd episode and the final episode of uh, the year of 2020. And today you've got me. I want to recap the last 22 episodes of Faded and um, and offer the opportunity um, for all of you to hear my own key learnings as well as some other thoughts, quotes, questions, and aha moments uh, from some of you listeners. And really appreciate everybody um, writing in and responding response to our social post of kind of tell us what you think so far. Uh, I can say that going into this, I had known a lot uh, in educating myself on addiction and alcoholism, as well as recovery through Chris's 10-year journey um, and and even beyond that um, in the earlier years of, of not really knowing what was going on. But I never imagined how much I would continue to learn um, as we've gone through this since starting things uh, back in May. So uh, not only do I want to thank all of the guests, all of the 18 guests that have joined us on Faded thus far, but um, really all of you listeners for continuing to challenge us, for questioning the things we've talked about, for um, opening up about your own stories uh, and for really being willing to continue to allow us to have this discussion. Uh, we have a very long way to go, but there's been so much headway made already, and that is all we cared about in starting this. Uh, this was a discussion, as I mentioned in the intro, uh, in the first couple episodes that our family has had for a long time. Chris's journey has been long. We're, we're still in it. I mean, he's, he's recovered, but he's still actively in it. And we've learned that that's a really important thing. Um, and our family doesn't take this lightly at all. It was a shock to us when everything went down and, and Chris started to struggle and, and we realized this was uh, a serious thing. And it's been so incredibly powerful to see him uh, get to the point where he has pulled through this. This discussion can't just happen with our family and friends alone. And we realized that fairly quickly. Uh, and as I mentioned before, Chris and I decided to start the podcast to um, to have that outward discussion with all of you. It's not something that is easy to share. I feel like no matter what, it is important for us to continue discussions. And along with doing that, we are also um, committing, of course, to being open to everybody else's stories. Uh, Faded, as I've mentioned before, is a journey um, mainly for, for us about addiction and recovery, but Faded can mean so many different things to different people. Everybody goes through something. Um, you'll hear me say that over and over again. Everybody goes through something in life. 
We don't know what our journey is going to lead to, but all we can really do is to be willing and open as we go um, and focus on how we're going to respond to things and, and try and have an understanding of what others have been through. That is the only way that we can continue to get better. Uh, this, this disease, it is a disease, uh, is scary. It's, it's crazy. It's multi-layered. It is uh, at times unsure, but what I do know is that finding this community of people to um, kind of come together and really continue this education and awareness as well as discussion has only helped us and I know and really hope that it will help you as well. So uh, in recapping uh, the 22 episodes of Faded uh, 2020, uh, I wanted to get into, uh, as I mentioned, some of the key um, aha moments, questions, learnings, summary of what I've learned. First and foremost, addiction is not a choice. It is a disease. Uh, if, you, if you learned nothing else in this podcast, we hope that through all of our stories and with each of our amazing guests that you've really heard this over and over again to the point that you feel extremely confident in the fact that um, this is not something that a real addict and real um, alcoholic is choosing to do or not do. This is something that is very deep-seated as a disease and something they're not in control of. It's been really interesting to read a number of your comments coming in, uh, admitting that you might have been a skeptic about all this, that you've gone through your own experiences or watched family members or loved ones for years battle um, what you think might be something they're struggling with, uh, and your own ego has gotten in the way, right? Your own ego has said, why do they keep picking up that drink or that drug? Why are they going to excess? Why are they blacking out? Why are they out of control? And please know that if you see that in someone in your life or in yourself, uh, it's, it's something that potentially they're not able to control. And again, in, in learning about this disease, if we can level set on just that as a starting point, we're going to be so much more successful moving forward in the education of this thing. Ego is everywhere, right? Along with this, addiction is not a choice. It's a disease and ego is everywhere. And that goes for somebody who is an addict or alcoholic, um, as well as somebody that is watching the addict or alcoholic. We have to set our egos aside and really be open to understanding what this disease is in its rare form, at its core, whatever you want to say. Um, it is not a choice for those that are struggling. So thank you for all who wrote in admitting uh, to your skepticism, to your questions, um, to maybe uh, those who, <laughs> who were convinced that there was no way that we would sway you. Um, it's been really fun to read through those. So thank you so much. Secondly, everybody is their own unique individual. Therefore, They've got their own origin story. They've got their own experiences, traumas, understandings. Uh, and therefore, we've got to give each other a break. We've got to meet each other where we are. That is the way that recovery is meant to be, is by meeting people where they are and understanding the most opportunity for where that person is currently. That's going to look different from person to person, most likely, uh, even though the core elements of the addiction story seem to be the same. If you listen back to a number of our stories, you hear that same kind of skeleton story of experimenting and then this aha moment or this I have arrived line that continues to come up um, the first time that they realize that they can't do without drugs or alcohol for the rest of their lives. Um, it's a really powerful moment. 
that leads to the loss of control, this cycle of addiction, this battle of mind, body, spirit that we've talked about so many times. Um, but because of the differences in background um, and the elements outside of that core skeleton, it's really important uh, that we approach everybody case by case. Um, that should help some of you who are struggling to understand what to do um, in that there is not this perfect answer to that question. Um, when you have somebody in your life or if you yourself are struggling, the best thing to do is seek advice from those who have been through it. There is a reason in recovery that helping people is the final step of the process. For those in recovery, it's about keeping themselves accountable and continuing in their recovery. And for those struggling or newly seeking guidance, it's about having somebody that's relatable, somebody that can actually say, I've been there, I know what you're going through, and I've also come out on the other side. Here's how you continue forward. That voice is extremely important in recovery, and it is not a role that a family member or loved one that hasn't been through this can play. It's really hard to grasp that as a family member or loved one. I can say from personal experience that I wanted so badly to be that voice. I wanted so badly to be the help that Chris needed in going through this, and I couldn't be. It wasn't up to me. It was fully up to him. Uh, and I think as we continue forward, another really important thing to learn, it is very much up to the addict or alcoholic to find recovery. And the role we as loved ones play has to be to show love, to show firm love, and to provide an environment of non-judgment um, so that they can have a clear pathway to go find that. Um, but the way that they are going to relate and really dig deep uh, into themselves in order to find that recovery is um, by speaking to and by seeking the guidance of those that have been through it. And that brings me to number three, which is stop worrying so much about which drug or drink your loved one is picking up. The drug and the drink are not the problem. And if you're having trouble grasping that or with that concept, I highly encourage you to listen back to our episodes and really keep your ears open to hearing the fact that there's a whole world of mess going on internally with people that are struggling with drugs and alcohol. It is an internal brokenness. It is a spiritual hole that needs resolve. And that is what we need to focus on. Um, I understand that the word heroin is really scary uh, and that for those of us that don't know too much about the different kinds of drugs and, and all of that, it can be overwhelming to know that these are real things that are present in your loved one's lives. Um, but truly, it doesn't dictate the level of alcoholism or addiction that your loved one is in. Uh, and while there are, you know, kind of natural progressions of how you lead into you know, new substances and things like that, the issue is internal. And we all really need to understand that in order to move forward. So again, listen back um, if you're struggling with that. And with that, parents and guardians, you're up next. I want to read a quote that came through from a great listener uh, who said, I spent so many years wondering what I did wrong, what I could have done differently as a parent to him, their loved one. I'm starting to understand that it wasn't up to me. While there are still things I need to work through on my own, I am relieved to understand I wasn't the source of the problem. This is so important, and I do want to say out loud right now to parents and those who have played similar roles as parents in raising sons and daughters and loved ones that you did not fail. 
this addiction is not on you. Uh, again, we all have to play the role of support in the lives of those that are struggling, but there is not something you did or didn't do. Uh, there's not one moment that didn't go perfectly that is the reason uh, that your son or daughter or loved one um, is addicted or was addicted and extremely important to know, take that pressure off of yourself. And on that same note, uh, and on the note of everybody kind of going through their own individual journey, I want to take a moment to also encourage family members and loved ones um, to continue to seek their own recovery. It's not just about recovery for somebody that's gone through drugs and alcohol um, struggles. This is about all of us trying to find our own focus on our mind, body, and spirit to be the best we can be for ourselves and for the ones that we love in our lives. Um, so parents, you didn't fail, and it wasn't up to you, as we've said before. It wasn't up to you. Um, you did what you could, I'm sure, uh, and I'm, I'm sure that you're learning a lot more about that as we have these episodes. Uh, we'll continue to acknowledge that as we go. And that brings me to the stigma word. We've used stigma quite a bit. Again, one of the core reasons for us doing this podcast, but uh, my next realization is that stigma still exists. We've got a long way to go, and that's okay. Uh, we're working toward it. I think as a society, we're getting better about having these conversations, but uh, I did want to share another quote that came through that uh, really resonated with me, and um, that's a listener who said, I've been listening to the podcast in secret after struggling to understand how to approach a loved one who I know has battled with drug use for years. After things came to a head, I was ashamed of the story and felt extremely overwhelmed trying to understand where to start to help them. I appreciate the relief of simply knowing I'm not the only one seeking guidance on this and I've been eager to continue learning so that I know I am being the best support I can be. I'm happy to report that we are on an upward trend after our loved one has agreed to seek help. I loved reading this and one of the interesting things to me is these stories are happening all over the place but most are still happening behind closed doors which which is fine for now. I think just acknowledging that for me and going through this journey of starting the podcast and hearing all these fascinating stories, um, it's really moved me to know that people are out there really wanting to be better, really wanting to understand this disease and really wanting to help their loved ones the right way. It's super encouraging. I just hope we can get to the point where we're talking about this, you know, on the street day to day a bit more openly. Uh, and I know we will, I know we will. For those that are worried, um, just like this listener was about the stigma and about um, being in secret and trying to tackle this on your own, again, please know that that's not the best solution for you. The best solution is to reach out and seek help. It might not be us, it might be somebody else that you've known that has gone through this, but please don't be fearful of reaching out. Um, there's, there's this great community and this great intimacy in the recovery uh, world, and it is filled with people who are more than willing to help you and who need to help you to continue their own recovery. So please reach out whoever you are comfortable reaching out to or continue to listen and reach out when you're comfortable. Uh, I promise you that you'll feel this overwhelming love and warmth from the people who have been through this 
uh, and you'll realize a very quick family uh, of support around you uh, as soon as you have the courage to do that. Uh, again, that, that intimate bond of those of us that have been through it is nothing that you could ever explain until you've experienced it yourself. The realizations, um, the lowering of walls, um, a bit more confidence in knowing that there are people around you that have been through the same thing that are relatable. Um, it's the best thing in the world. And I think that goes for any topic, any struggle, any journey. And change takes time. You've heard us talk about that in even our more recent episodes. That goes for the recovery journey itself and those who are struggling, who are seeking um, a transformation of mind, body, and spirit. Of course, that takes time. Uh, that also goes for loved ones, family members, those of us that aren't struggling, um, but we're struggling to find our own strength, our own voice, our own role in all of this. Um, and we are also on our own transformation journey. So uh, you can imagine that if that were to happen overnight, it would be a bit strange because I don't know that we would have a podcast talking about how to approach this. This thing is complicated. This is not an easy, it's not an easy thing to battle. Uh, and therefore, uh, we are here as a community to welcome you with open arms and to help you find where you are and go from there. Super important. Uh, and that leads me into closing. Um, one of the more touching things that came through for me um, really warmed my heart was uh, a listener who said, I've been doing what I can to pause now where once I might have judged someone on the street, a panhandler, someone I might have thought was shady or suspect, somebody that didn't have a life that looked like mine. I have a new perspective on what people might be going through. Uh, that to me solidified the fact that we are helping to make change with this podcast and when we started this back in in May or even before that um, when we started recording episodes we joked that if we can at least just get to one person with these episodes that's that's really a success in our book and uh, between these similar quotes that have come through, um, your awesome feedback, uh, again, the, the challenges that you've put in front of us and the conversations um, that we've had behind closed doors to really help people. It's been overwhelming, um, the good that's come from this. And I say that humbly and I am truly, truly appreciative of everybody uh, leaning into what we're trying to do here. It is not easy, it's a lot of work, um, but we do very much believe in, you know, even beyond the realm of substance use disorder and recovery, even into other people's stories and journeys. It's certainly opened my eyes to being more understanding, being more willing, um, wanting to learn more about everybody's story around us. Um, I've become even more curious than I was before, which I didn't think was possible. Um, but especially in this year of 2020, when there's been so much challenge um, against us and, um, and so much that's been brought to light, uh, I'm thrilled, and I know Chris would say the same, um, to be bringing this forward and to continue this discussion. So I can't thank all of our guests enough uh, for being a part of this. We are so excited to continue forward into 21 with new topics, with new people, um, with new answers to a number of your questions that have come through. And, and again, we realize that there's a lot more to do. We have a long way to go. There are a number of branches that stem from the base of this tree and we don't plan to stop until we have to. Um, and so 
for all of our guests, mom, dad, John, Bubba, Jason, uh, Megan, Mark, Kalai, John, Vivian, Patty, Alicia, Chad, Sam, Christian, Joe, and Chris, of course. Uh, thank you all for making the start of this thing great. Uh, we are determined to continue forward. And please, um, as listeners, if you can continue to challenge us, please send in your questions. Uh, please let us know what you want to hear more about. Uh, and, and thank you for your dedication and awesomeness through the start of this journey. Um, to everybody, uh, I hope that your new year brings all of the positive and insanely amazing things um, to each and every one of you. I hope that you can release and put in the past the things that happened in 2020 that were not so favorable. Uh, and look forward to um, how we all move forward together. Uh, there's a lot of great to come. I know it. And until 2021, thank you as always for listening.